You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Backstage Talk. Today's guest, I think it's the first Brazilian I've ever had on the show. Um, I have here with me Mateusz Cardoso. He is a New York-based actor, singer, dancer, and musician who recently graduated from Baldwin-Wallace University with a degree in music theater. Uh, congratulations on graduating. <laughs> Since you. then... Uh, Mateusz has moved to New York City, and with a couple of months being there, he has been involved in several readings for Broadway-bound musicals. This is so exciting. Welcome to the show, Mateusz. I'm really excited to have you. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> so, I just read a little bit about your bio, but that is not at all the whole story. So what else do we have to know about you? Uh, I guess I'll start with, I grew up in Pensacola, Florida, but my parents are both teachers and they're both Brazilian. So the summer we would have four months off. And so we would just go and visit like the rest of my family there and, you know, have a little vacation because it's nicer there. My, my family's from Rio. So it's very, very nice there compared to Florida. It's beautiful. <laughs> like Rio is beautiful. Yeah. Um, and so I just felt very involved with that part of my identity more so than I feel like a lot of people don't get to go back very often. I got very lucky that my parents had four months off of their lives, essentially, to be able to go and take me and my brother uh, to Brazil and everything. But yeah, so that was how I grew up. And then I started doing theater, like maybe my sophomore year of high school. And it all started because I was, an, I was a musician, like an instrumentalist before, and I started taking voice lessons where I was taking like piano lessons and drum lessons and guitar lessons and stuff. And one of the people that I did voice lessons with was like, you should audition for this musical. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. And so I auditioned for it. And my very first audition, I sang On My Own from Les Mis, which- You tackled <laughs> that song for your first audition? That is nuts. It was all that I knew. I had only seen Les Mis. Like, that was the only... I saw the movie. Like, the Les Mis movie. Yeah. And that was all I knew about musical theater. And I was like, I'll sing this song because I know it. Not empty chairs at empty tables. Not, not like, anything that would make sense. I yeah. sang <laughs> on my own. But then I, I randomly, like, got... I booked. I got the role um, as, like, the annoying prince character or whatever. And then I, I, ever since that, I just kept doing it. And, Yeah. I love that. So do you have any other like moment in which you said musical theater is what I want to do and I, I will get to Broadway? Um, it was a little bit going into college. I don't think I had anticipated how much the program I went to was preparing you to be on a stage. For some reason in my brain, I thought oh, maybe I'll write musicals or maybe I'll orchestrate <laughs> musicals. No, like you go to a program like that and they're like, you're going to be on stage next year. <laughs> and so um, it was a little bit my freshman year. I did, we did Kinky Boots and I was one of the angels in Kinky Boots. And I remember the, the original director, Jerry Mitchell and choreographer came and saw the show and like talked to all of us. And I was like, this is crazy. Like I'm just... I feel like I'm in it. <laughs> You're was, in the business. <laughs> right. That, that was the first moment where I was like, oh no, I, I can do this. Like I, I can do it. I love that. And how 
how mind-blowing to have like this huge figure that directed the Broadway production in your and in your performance like right it was crazy <laughs> so nuts I love that um I want to ask you how has your Brazilian and Latin heritage impacted or influenced in any way your artistry and your craft yeah for sure I I feel like this this could be summed up in a quote that was written on my acceptance letter at my university and my the dean of the school of music wrote like hand wrote on my acceptance letter the rhythms of brazil have molded you into a fine musician because i wrote my college essay about this um and so i was just like i i really feel like kind of my my parents are both also very musically inclined like my dad plays guitar that's the guitar that I grew up with that I've brought to New York with me um but anyway so yeah he played guitar my mom would sing and so I was just very much wrapped in all of that kind of music like bossa nova and samba and stuff like that yeah and I, I just feel like there's a certain rhythmic nuance I guess that you get from that kind of music that a lot of people who just listen to American music don't understand because it's just it's so crazy like it's so many weird rhythms and, and things that normally people wouldn't have the ear for but it I feel like it helped me a lot in understanding even like classical music and stuff like that I love that because I think it was this morning that I was scrolling through Instagram or Instagram stories or something. And I saw a video of you playing the guitar with someone singing and it was this Bossa Nova uh, song. And it, and I, I think the caption said that you kind of reeled in your friend into these type of music. So I would like, I love how, how the stars align for me to have a, something to share in this episode. So I, yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, I kind of I've been playing a lot of Bossa Nova around the house because I have this goal of playing like gigs at bars and restaurants and stuff. But I have to learn all these songs first on the guitar and singing. And so my roommates have been hearing that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, what for you is the best thing about being a Latin artist? Uh, honestly, I would have to say this is kind of, I'm going to pull an anecdote from an experience that I had. I, my first Broadway callback ever was for New York, New York. And uh, there's a Latino character in that. And I remember going in for it at first. It was, it was a movement call with everyone was the first thing that we did. And it was just a different kind of sense of community that I haven't experienced in other dance calls or any any sort of audition where it just felt like we were having a party like it just it felt like it felt like we were just having fun and i guess that kind of sums it up just the way that people can be so supportive be like hey you like i don't know it's just a sort of sense of community that i think isn't always present in theater sometimes people can be a little you know catty or something you know but you know something i love that you just shared this story because we had an other episode of this season we actually had um angel sigala who is playing mateo diaz in new york new york and he said the exact same thing oh really with the same callback with the same movement and dance audition and he just 
like spoke wonders of that Latin group of people uh, that were in the room and that sense of community that it's not a competition. We are just lifting each other up. Um, so yeah. I love that you mentioned that. I really love that. Yeah. Who is your biggest Latin inspiration? Okay, so this question is going to be a little basic for me, but I am going to say Lin-Manuel Miranda. And I, I feel like he just changed the world of musical theater. And I'm, I wasn't even a Hamilton kid growing up. Like I got into Hamilton later in my life, um, as in the past year. <laughs> but I, there's just something about the way that he writes that, it's he's bringing his own experiences as like a Latin American as like you know like into the mainstream musical theater and I would even dare to say like more so main even further than the mainstream media some of the most popular material out there right now or in that has you know ever been created and it's just crazy to see somebody who is bringing so much of their own personal story into their work kind of be a little bit similar to me and be like, wow, it, it works. You can, you can do that. And actually that is what you're doing. That is why you are an annoying quote unquote, your roommates with Bosa Nova all day long. Like you're <laughs> yeah. bringing your side to your craft, like your identity to your craft. I love that. Before um, we close, I want to obviously ask you if you can spill some beans about the readings that you've been doing of the the Broadway bound musicals. I know about one and we will have at some point Joey Contreras on the show this season too. So we know that something is in the works with In Pieces, which is one of my favorite cast recordings ever. But I'll let you tell us your story. Yeah, so uh, In Pieces was super cool, I thought, because it was the first time that they had kind of collated a, a version of it with with dialogue in it which was really cool being the first kind of people to read read through that and kind of give a new life to it so yeah I'm excited I'm excited to see where where that one goes and I know they've been doing like a lot a lot a lot of work on it and everything um so yeah, that was the first thing I did and then I did the Karate Kid musical reading which was That was a whirlwind. It was wow. crazy. It was so cool to be in a room with people because the production had, they they had an out-of-town tryout in St. Louis. Yeah. And um, then they revisited the whole thing, wrote a whole bunch of new songs, kind of um, shifted some things around a bit. And I think this was actually the very... Um, I might be saying the wrong, like this might be wrong, but I think this might have been like the last reading before it goes on to actually being on Broadway, um, which is super exciting. But the people attached to that were, were crazy. Like John John Briones was Mr. Miyagi and Kate Baldwin as um, Daniel's mom. And it was just like so cool to be in a room with all those people. Ava Noblezada and Reeve Carney were there, which is crazy. And I was just like, oh my God, that, that was a crazy experience. And It was, it was really fun to be in a group of people. Like some people hadn't been attached to the show before and some people had. It was just an interesting perspective to, to see how people reacted to the new material and stuff. I have a couple of friends that saw um, one of the performances, the out-of-town performances, and um, they, they called me right away and they were like, 
you would love this show. And we really hope that this show is going to Broadway. So Drew Gasparini, if you're listening to this episode, please tell us how can we do, how, how can we make it happen? How can we help you to take this show to Broadway? Right. Uh, and he's so, he's like the nicest person on earth. Like he is so sweet. Um, but yeah, it, that was crazy too. Like Drew Gasparini and the original writer of Karate Kid is writing yeah. the book too, which is just crazy. Um, but yeah, so that was the first one. And then I did the La La Land reading, which was like wildly different in the way that it was the very first iteration of it as a musical yeah. um, for a state as a stage musical. So it was kind of, it was a very different experience because it was really like we were playing a lot more with the material than the, than the karate kid one. And it, it felt a lot more like grassroots, like, Oh, we're all figuring this out together. Kind of vibe. Like nobody has seen this before. So that, that was the fun part of that one. And I mean, the, the people who are attached to that, I don't think I'm allowed to really say that part because <laughs> that one hasn't been as, <laughs> as marketed as the karate kid one. So I won't say much about that, but yeah, it was just, that was also a crazy experience. That is amazing. My last question for you would be, what are your top five favorite musical theater shows? Oh, top five. That is crazy. Um, the one that comes to mind right now is Sweeney Todd. I, I just, I think it's a perfectly crafted musical. I think it's so good. I also love the fact that people don't usually associate like horror or like anything like that with musicals which i i find interesting that they kind of pull from that kind of background and then uh, another horror kind of show lizzie the musical i don't know if you know about lizzie uh no. it's it's kind of a, a baldwin wallace thing <laughs> because our program head was the first like director of the production um i think it was off broadway eden espinoza was in the original mm. Um, version of it but yeah that that show is it's about lizzie borden who is kind of a a famous murderer <laughs> and she killed her parents this whole thing but it, i love that show it's like a rock musical and then um i i guess i'll throw hamilton in there because the the lyricism in that show is just unmatched like you yeah. cannot you cannot get like it's like sondheim level writing i'd say um and then I'd have to say, this is kind of a random one. I was just listening to Kinky Boots some, and I was like, this is a great show. Like, it's fun. It's sentimental at times. It kind of pushes a little bit of the boundaries of people, what people are used to seeing. I don't know. I really, I, I really enjoyed being in that show, and then I was listening to it, and I was like, no, this is a good show. This is a good show. Um, I guess that's four. Um, the fifth one... Oh, put me on the spot. I guess <laughs> I guess I'll say I'm gonna say Lay Miz because it was the first show that I ever saw and it basically convinced me to want to do musical theater. So I love that. And yes, you will always like we will always have a special place in our hearts and in our memories for that show that it was either the first or helped us fall in love with our craft. So for me it's the Lion King. And I will always love that show. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. Mateusz, thank you so much for being here, for sharing your story, your craft. I cannot wait to see where you go because I know 
that I am in the presence of a Broadway royalty, future <laughs> Broadway royalty. Um, so thank you so much for being here and we wish you the best. Thank you for, honestly, thank you for being part of this Ladinson Musical Theater special. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. Thanks everyone for listening to this new episode of Backstage Talk. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Backstage Talk Podcast. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.